Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran, where I talk all things mindset, motivation, and entrepreneurship. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner, all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to episode 61 of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my business empowerment program. It's a nine-week business coaching program to be able to take you from stuck to having clear direction on exactly where you want to go, as well as being able to overcome all those niggling little things that keep us stuck, all the unknowns that we don't realize are sitting in our subconscious and keeping us from playing full out. So if it's something that resonates with you, please jump across to my website at periscopecoaching.com.au and book a discovery call so we can have a chat and figure out how we can work together and whether the business empowerment program is right for you. Okay, so let's jump straight in. Today's episode is all about pain and pleasure and how we need to understand what works best for us to drive us to be able to take our lives and businesses to the next level. Understanding the pain and pleasure model is a really great way to really figure out how to motivate yourself and how to figure out why you're holding yourself back. Because often when we, sometimes we tell ourselves to be able to make a change in our life, we have to get to rock bottom, which is an interesting place to be, yet it's not always the case. You don't necessarily have to get to rock bottom. It's actually what you're telling yourself is which is causing that change, right? You're connecting it to some form of pain. So what happens is when we want to make a change, when we get to that pain threshold, we are able to connect so much pain to it that we want to make a change for something different. So if you've ever had that time in your life where you're like, I've just, I've had it, I'm done, I can't do this anymore, I've got to make a change, this is literally the pain and pleasure model working for you. So have you ever got to that point in your life where you just wanted to make a massive change? Maybe it's you got into a certain uh, weight and you wanted to be able to make a change in your health and fitness. Maybe it's when you decided to stop smoking. Maybe it's when you decided to stop drinking. Maybe it's when you hated your job so much that you were just like, I just have to quit. Like getting to that point, have you ever got to that? Really noticing you know, it might even be have, have been a medical diagnosis. You know, when someone actually gets that medical diagnosis, when their health is so bad and they get that diagnosis saying they've got cancer or they've got some disease or something where they have to make a change now or it could mean the worst and they make massive change in their life. This is where the pain and pleasure model comes into play because they've connected so much pain to that outcome or that behavior that they make that change happen. So we can use this to actually create amazing motivation in our lives when we understand which one drives us more and we can understand what we need to do to get leverage on ourselves and then we understand whether we want to to move away or move toward for whichever best motivates us. So let me get into it. So we've gotten to a point where we've associated so much pain to something that we want to make a change. You've gotten to that point where you've hit rock bottom or you've just decided, you've made that decision that this is no longer going to happen for me anymore. I'm just done. I'm over it and I want to make that change. And then we make a change. So how do we 
how do we do that, right? It's either looking at things and going, that's too painful for me. I don't want to be anywhere near that. Or it's the opposite of, I don't want that anymore. What I would prefer is the pleasure of this. So it's actually where we connect so much pleasure to something to want to make a change because it's something that we want more for our lives. And we can see that that would be better for us. And we can associate a lot of positive emotion with that. So it's one or the other that usually motivates us more. So what works best for you? Is it that you need to get to a certain point where you just like, I'm done, I just have to make this change now? Or is it that you look at the perception of what it could be in the future that you work towards something that actually gives you the feeling of wanting to keep going and motivates you to keep going, right? See the difference? One's moving away from the pain and one's moving toward the pleasure. Which one motivates you more? And when you're able to understand that, that's when it's time to figure out how to get leverage on yourself. And I'm going to give you some tips and tricks on how to do that. So the first one is to associate, if if you're mostly motivated by moving away from the pain, you need to associate more pain to a behavior or to an outcome that you're currently experiencing in your life right now. So say you're getting a certain result or you're doing a certain behavior that you prefer that you wouldn't. Maybe it's procrastination. Maybe it's not exercising. Where I recognize this playing out for my life early on was actually in exercise, right? I told myself that um, exercise was painful. And it wasn't that I actually said those words to myself, but I had associated that exercising was would be painful. And I don't mean physically painful. It mean it, I can you can it can also mean psychologically painful or emotionally painful, right? So I was thinking about being in a gym environment and being judged and being in a situation with other people that are fit and healthy and look amazing and I was comparing myself and that was very painful to me back then, yeah? So when I was thinking about doing exercise because I wanted to make a change for my health, that was actually, even though it's what I wanted to do, I wanted to go to the gym and I wanted to work out because I knew that would get me the result that I wanted, but that was too painful for, for me to even think about doing. Does that make sense? So really uncovering what is the psychological, emotional pain that's keeping you from taking action or keeping you from doing a certain behavior that you know will be best for you. It's so fascinating how we know what we need to do, right? We know we shouldn't eat that cake, but we still eat that cake because it's not the cake. It's the underlying pain. It's the underlying meaning that we've given to it. It's the reasons why we do these things, right? So when we're able to connect enough pain to the behavior that we no longer want to do, it gives us so much more motivation. It gives us leverage to start making that change. Okay, so this is how we do it. There's a couple of different ways that you can do it. One is to look ahead. So if you you know start to ask yourself really great questions to uncover more pain in that area, if this is what's going to drive you to make that change. Because sometimes you're at a stage where you're like, oh, it's not too, not too bad. I'm kind of dealing with it. Like when you're in a relationship, right? And you know it's the wrong relationship, but you stay because maybe it'll get better. Oh, it'll be okay because just the opposite is it's too painful to leave because then you may be alone or you may, maybe you won't find anybody if you left, right? So the pain is actually more about if you left that you would experience pain. So you're so comfortable being in a relationship, you don't want to make that change, but you know it's not the right thing. So if you know it's not the right thing and you do want to make that change, to be able to do that, we need to use pain to get you to the point where you do want to make that change and to get that leverage on yourself. So when you start to ask yourself more better questions to uncover that pain. So the worst one would be, 
what is this going to cost me if I don't change? So if I don't make this change right now, if I don't leave this relationship, if I don't quit this job, if I don't um, stop eating the cake, if I don't actually start exercising, what is the outcome? What's it going to cost me? And then I want you to think long term. So actually start to literally tap into the emotion that it will cause because it has, because it's emotionally driven, you have to feel the emotion because if you don't and you go, oh yeah, I know, I know I'll just get fat or I know, I know I'll still be in this relationship in five years time. But if you don't feel the feeling of what that outcome would be, then it's not going to create the change that you want to see. So do the rocking chair test. If you don't make that change now, What is going to happen in five years, in 10 years time, in 20 years time, when you're sitting on your rocking chair, when you're really old and you're sitting on the, on the patio, on your, in your rocking chair and you look back on your life, are you going to regret not making that decision? Are you going to regret not making that change? And when you sit in that and really feel that feeling and really recognize that outcome and notice how that makes you feel, start lifting you know, allowing yourself to feel that pain so you can start to make that decision to make the change. Now, this is where it helps to shift, right? You've got to go five, 10 years, 20 years down the track. Otherwise, it's kind of like, oh, no big deal. Otherwise, you would have already made that change. So when you start to uncover that pain, you're associating more pain to not making the change. It's important that we then flip it and go, okay, so if I did make this change right now, what are the possibilities? What could happen? What will happen if I do make that change now? And then I want you to think about that five years, 10 years, 20 years down the track. Think about it when you're on your rocking chair and you did make that change and you were able to find a loving relationship that you were happy in and you were able to get fit and healthy and start living your life fully, right? Like really take it to the next level and really feel that feeling. And you could use this in in part of a meditation where you could sit down and for the first 10 minutes, you sit and you really think about it and you feel it, feel the pain, start to think about who you will become if you don't make this change. Think about what you will look like, what you will feel like, what it will sound like, what you'll be telling yourself if you don't make that change right now. And then flip it and spend 10 minutes thinking about what will happen if you do make that change. Who will you become? What will you be telling yourself? What will be people telling you about you? Like, oh my God, the changes you have made is incredible. You've actually inspired me to make this change. The ripple effect that it's made, the effect that it's had on your friends and your family, go that extra mile and really think about that long term and the impact that that will make. Okay, and so once you've made that association, you've made that decision that you want to make the change, that's where it's really important that you start to interrupt the pattern of that old behavior. So say it's not exercising. We want to make sure that we interrupt that pattern of where you make the decision not to exercise. So deciding ahead of time how you're going to behave in that situation. So it could be that you exercise normally in the morning. So you get out of bed and you put your shoes on and you go to the gym. So it's important that you interrupt the pattern that was before. So if it was you... um, switched the alarm off, didn't put your shoes on, went and made a coffee first, and then you decided then not to go exercise, it's important that you shift that behavior as soon as possible. So tomorrow morning, you make sure that your shoes are beside your bed. You put your workout gear on the floor. As soon as you get out of bed, you put that on straight away. You don't hit snooze. As soon as you hear the alarm button go off, use Mel Robbins technique and go five, four, three, two, one, jump out of bed and start shifting and changing that behavior. 
because that behavior is so well ingrained in the brain, it's a strong neural pathway. You've made that decision multiple times. It's important that you do that consistently to be able to create that change and use that pain, use that pleasure that you've created in that mindset shift and remind yourself the reasons why you're doing this. So if it is motivating you, so if you're motivated, so now that you've uncovered all the pain of the pleasure, right? You want to use that to motivate you, but there's another tier to this. Often we're either motivated moving away from something or moving toward. So what I mean by that is we're either motivated to move away from the situation we're in right now because it's so painful we don't want to be there anymore or we're more motivated by the image or the vision or the feeling of what will happen when you've made that change. So really determine which one that means for you, right? Because it's important because some people aren't actually motivated by the pain of it. I mean, sorry, they are motivated by the pain of it, but they're not motivated by the past experience. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah, that was kind of not great, but I'm really not exactly, it's not really going to make me jump out of bed real quickly and go to the gym, but it's the image and the knowing of what the pleasure will give me long-term and how I will feel once I am fit and healthy. That's actually what's going to motivate me. So remind yourself in those times when you're making, trying to make that decision, the reasons why you've decided to make this change and the pain and the pleasure and what that's going to give you. It's really interesting when you do this because when you start to look at the certain behaviors in your life that you don't necessarily want to be doing, but you just can't figure out why you can't make the change, it's usually because we've connected pain to it, okay, rather than pleasure. So for instance, I used to not enjoy exercise. Wasn't a thing I loved. I wasn't great at it at school. I got picked on at school. So it wasn't necessarily even like I was a terrible runner. I hated sport because I felt overweight and uncomfortable in my outfit. And I often like I literally had all of that pain connected to exercising, right? Because of all the past experiences. And so for me to be able to shift that, I needed to connect it, associate it with something that was pleasurable for me. So for instance, because I really am passionate about the brain, understanding the neuroscience, what actually motivated me to start enjoying exercise more was knowing that it's actually helping my brain. So I associated exercise with being more effective in my job. It was actually helping me change state so I can be more effective in what I'm doing. It can also help to be better at what I do in regards to the mind shift changes. So I recognize that I needed to start enjoying exercise. So it was what part of the exercise did I enjoy? What actual stuff did I enjoy doing? And it was noticing that it wasn't necessarily during that I was enjoying it. It was actually the feeling after. So every time I would finish working out, I always felt amazing. I had so much more energy. I could think more clearer. I'd actually come up with some really great ideas during the workout. So it was actually that feeling afterwards. So what I started to do is when I would start like get to that point in that time where we need to make that behavior shift I would remind myself of how good it's going to feel afterwards so that would actually help me make the change so sometimes you need to make sure that you associate the pleasure at some point so we're going to understand that we need to connect pain to want to make the change we make the decision to make the change we tell ourselves and help us feel our, feel the emotions of what it would be once we've made the change so we can start associating pleasure to that change of behavior. 
then we need to leverage ourselves to do that, change the pattern that we're doing, interrupt that pattern, use the 54321 method or remind ourselves the reasons why we're doing it and constantly get that consistency up by changing that pattern on a regular basis. And then we've got to celebrate it and remind ourselves why we're doing it. Find that pleasure, connect it to that pleasure. So then you actually continue to do it. The biggest thing was for myself was I'm really good at starting things. So I would, you know, get into a a routine. I would actually start working out on a regular basis. And then it'd be two, three weeks down the track that I'd kind of just let things slip. So it was really interesting to really look at how I would maintain it. And that was always getting back to, it helps with my mindset. It helps with my emotions. It helps with my business because the more constant, more consistent I am with my exercise, the more consistent I am in my business. And I actually started to see more results when I work out on a regular basis. So it's interesting how I've actually associated for me to be successful in my business. I need to make sure that I'm working out on a regular basis. So whatever you need to do to associate or connect something positive in your life to the behavior that you need to do to achieve it, that's what you need to do. So if there's something that you're procrastinating on that you know you need to do, one, connect enough pain to it. Remind, like Ask yourself what it's costing you by not making the change. See what it's going to look like in 10, 15, 20 years time if you don't make that change now. Decide and commit that you want to make it. Get leverage on yourself and then start connecting positive actual sensations and emotions to that behavior so then you will continue to maintain it. The pain and pleasure model, if you keep coming back to it and remind yourself, if there's something in your life that you're not making a change on, it's usually because you somehow connected pain to it and it's not painful enough yet, right? So start to connect pleasure to it. Remind yourself that there's the reasons why you need to make this change and make this change now. And that's why we do the rocking chair test, because if we don't make that change now, then it's going to be like, oh, I'll just do it on Monday. I'll do it next week. Like what's going to happen if I don't do it next week? And then time flies by and before you know it, you've put on 10 kilos or you're still in that job and you're about to hit long service. Like (laughs) there's so many things like we can't expect things to get better. You've got to make the change to make them better. So I hope this podcast is giving you some really good insights into how you can use pain and pleasure to motivate you to kick yourself up the butt and to get things happening and to make the change that you want to see in your life. If this has moved you in any way, please leave a review for me on iTunes. It makes helps to be able to get my message out there even further. And if you feel like anybody would love to hear this as well, please feel free to share it to any friend or family member. And here is to taking your business and life to the next level. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.